Welcome to episode five on Writer's Block. I'm Rebecca. Hi, I'm Kate. I'm Becky. I'm Sterling. And I'm Brianna. Some writers feel they are more of an outliner, while some of us feel like we prefer to do discovery writing, or what we also call pantsing. Um, I've always considered myself to be more of a discovery writer, but have come to realize while talking to other writers who consider themselves outliners, that I do a fair amount of outlining as well. We're each going to share a little bit of our outlining and discovery writing process and how they have helped us figure out plots for our stories. I usually in the past have written my books just discovery writing them. So my outline is basically a really crummy first draft. And then I go back and figure out what is wrong in the story in my editing. And that's kind of when I start doing outlining or more of the plotting work. So so this new book that I'm writing, I'm, I'm going to try and push myself to outline a little bit more. Well, for me, like, I feel like I always used to do discovery writing. And then I started doing NaNoWriMo and I realized that I could get a lot more done if I had an outline that I was working off of. So since then, I've actually really enjoyed doing outlines. And I kind of use the Save the Cat thing. Save the Cat by Blake Snyder, by the way. Where he talks, breaks it down into three-act structure. Though I always think of it as four acts because it's divided in the middle by the midpoint. So I basically start with the beginning, midpoint, and ending. And then fill in the point, the other points in between from there. So what's a, what's a way that you know what your midpoint should be based on your beginning and ending? Well, the midpoint should be something significant, like either a big success or a defeat or just some kind of change, you know, in the story. So do you usually start with a beginning or an ending or both? I start with the beginning and then I think the midpoint comes next and then ending and then all the others. I, I know that for me, I tend to start with an ending in mind, and that ending usually becomes the midpoint or an earlier point in the book. Um, but I what I try to do, I saw them explained on a TikTok once uh, called progressive outlining, where I, I start off with like a ton of stuff for like the next three chapters. Like I know where they're going to be, what where they're going to travel, what things are going to happen, who's going to say what. Well, maybe not who's going to say what, but I, I have a good idea of like the next three chapters or so. And then the three chapters after that, I have a few things. And then the 10 chapters after that, I have just like some major events. And maybe I've got like my plan to midpoint and endpoint for the rest of the book. And then when I get to the end of what I have a ton of, I kind of plan out the next couple chapters. So I'm kind of in the middle, but it's kind of funny that Brianna, when you said that NaNoWriMo made you an outliner... NaNoWriMo is, I can only do it pantsing my way through it. If I have a plan, I do not write fast enough. And so I usually just write whatever the heck comes out for NaNoWriMo. But my process seems to be now that I need at least about 50,000 words of pantsing before I can make my progressive outline work for me. Is that what you normally do then? Is discovery write the beginning and outline the ending? It's more like I discovery write my way to what I want the story to be. 
and then I plot from the beginning bit as a, a bit bit by bit as I go. So it's I do a weird hybrid system that it doesn't really work on either end. Would you say you are following a kind of plotting structure or theory, or is it just kind of your own intuitive plot points? It's mostly my own intuitive plot points. If I need to put it down on paper, I will. I'll use um, kind of something that Carol Lynch Williams taught us with the, it's just like a, a triangle on a page that has a, a really steep right side of the triangle. And you've got like the point of no return. I, I, I can't draw it out for you, but basically it, it's a triangle on a page and I just kind of tick off events up the triangle and then the denouement down the backside of the triangle. I'll use that if I actually need to like visualize a structure, but most of it's um, intuitive with just uh, bullet points on a document. I don't really follow through. I try. I've tried using Save the Cat, um, and it's great, but I I tend to make them too long. The pieces that they set out to really work for their structure. I found Save the Cat very helpful in that after I've written the book, I can go back and and see, I can recognize intuitively that I've put in the plot points that are included in Save the Cat, but sometimes I've put them out of that dramatic order that works well for the story. And so after I've written <laughs> the book, I sometimes have realized that I've put like the fun and games after the climax, and really that needs to be before the climax to have the same dramatic ending and the sense of satisfaction that you get out of the story. I used to think of myself as an outliner, but the more I've kind of played with it, I, I think I've become more of a pantser over time. And I don't have like one particular structure I adhere to. I guess it's it just kind of that intuitive writer sense and like the my and like the kind of cumulative of everything I've read over the years, you know, like I don't sit down and plot my novels across the hero's journey, but I've studied a lot of stories with the hero's journey. So that comes through <laughs> sometimes. I am kind of fond of ring structure, but I don't do it strongly. And what ring structure is, is kind of you build your um, entire uh, novel around um, a chiasmus. So the thing that happens at the beginning is directly mirrored by the thing that happens at the very end. And you kind of, um, and then thing number two is the pen, uh, directly mirrors the penultimate thing. And it kind of builds into like a central midpoint. I'm fond of that, but I don't do it strictly. What is that called again? Sorry. Um, ring structure. Ring structure. Okay. Or at least that's the term I've heard. So yeah, I'm fond of that, but I don't strictly adhere to it. I kind of play with it more loosely where I will set up something that then gets revisited later, but it's not like that strict ordered sense. And so actually when we had a discussion, but I thought of a specific thing uh, in my current novel, there are two scenes that happen in a crypt and they are very much set up to be mirrors of each other. I always start with the ending. I know what ending I'm writing to. I don't always know where I need to begin, though. <laughs> and I think that shows. 
I think if you're writing to an ending, though, that will get you a good story and help a ton with the outlining and the discovery writing because you know where you where you need to end up. And so it helps kind of reverse engineer it. So I am a big fan of outlining these days because I don't have a lot of time on my hands with two kids. But um, the, the nuts and bolts of what I do is I start with a document and this is either on paper if I have paper or in um, some sort of electronic file. And I just start writing down in no good order questions that I have, scenes that might work, potential characters, anything that I find interesting. And um, I may never read this document again, but it helps me to just start brainstorming in really broad sort of strokes. Um, Mm -hmm. Then the other nuts of the bolts that I do is I write out uh, my plot on note cards, physical note cards, because who cares if it's perfect or not, because it's on a piece of paper that I can throw away. And it's really easy for me to rearrange and play with. And something I've started doing ever since my two-year-old came and did this for me, one book, um, is after I finish writing my, my note cards out, I scramble them, (laughs) throw them on the floor and then I pick them up and I see if I can't put them back in order and if there's any point where I'm like huh now where would this card go then that's a clue to me that that I uh, am missing a part or I have you know kind of stretched the logic of it are there any specific note cards or plot points that you try to nail down for your stories? Or is it just kind of any idea for a conflict or any idea for a suspect or something, for example, in one of your mysteries? Yeah, well, in the murder mysteries, I I know that there has to be, there are a couple key points that you have to have. The revelation that it was a murder, for instance, has to be interesting. And then after that, I start brainstorming who, what, where, when, why. And the location helps me to kind of populate all those questions. And hopefully those questions lead to more questions because questions are good when when you're trying to brainstorm out a plot. Awesome, I love that. Um, so in the next following episodes, we are going to be talking about some different ways of plotting that could be helpful for your story. We'll cover three-act structure, um, save the cat, um, some other writing theories that, uh, or plotting theories that I think will be helpful. I haven't done as much outlining before, so this is gonna be like a learning experience for me as well. But we'll, we'll be going over all that in the following episodes. Thank you all for joining us today on Writer's Block. We're excited to see you again next time. Have a good night and ride on.